Hi guys, welcome back to the Nevermind Polly podcast. Hope everyone's doing well wherever you listen to this podcast. We appreciate you massively for listening to this podcast, for checking us out. This conversation is with Of Sulfur. I sat down with guitarist Chase Of Sulfur for a chat and it was fucking wonderful. What a wonderful fucking band this band is. They have a new record out later this month, which is called The Burden of Faith. It's going to be a fucking doozy. That's the second time I'll use that word in this podcast. It's going to be fucking incredible. Out via Century Media Records. Shout out to those guys for putting out some fantastic records this year. And a shout out to Jasmine of the Noise Cartel for setting this podcast up. Uh, Absolute hero over there. This is a fantastic chat. We go uh, in as much as we can. Um, We only had a short time uh, with, with Chase, so... Apologies for a shorter episode this week, but um, we hope you enjoy it. It's a real, real fun. If you want to help support the show, uh, you can give us a five-star review on your favorite podcasting platform. Subscribe to us on YouTube. If you feel like um, spending a little bit of money, go over to our patreon.com forward slash Podcast. Chuck a couple of quid in the pot because as hopefully you'll be able to tell the difference i am using a whole new setup rig uh to record this intro and record this particular podcast um yeah it cost me a fucking load of money so (laughs) any donations are greatly appreciated um yeah thank you so much to chase for his time thank you for of sulfur for their fucking brilliant music if you're a fan of bands like lorna shore you are gonna fucking love this band they are fucking really really great they've got a new single out now which is called uh earthen um they might well have another single out by the time you listen to this podcast but um in any case go on to spotify youtube all that shit it's going to be great um they've got a u.s tour coming up uh very very soon as well so check that out until then listen to my conversation with chase of of sulfur see you soon Hi guys, welcome back to the Nevermind Polly podcast. My name is Matt, I'm your host, and we chat to rock and metal bands from around the world. And this week we have got, I'm going to go with the word doozy, that's the word I've been using for most of the interviews this week. Um, I've got the brilliant guitarist of the band of Sulphur, Chase, on the line. How are we doing, sir? How's things? Doing great, doing great. How are you? I'm I'm significantly less stressed than I was 30 seconds ago before we started to record. <laughs> so... But for, for context, everyone listening at home, I've bought a new mixer and it was being a bit of a sod. Anyway, doesn't matter. Um, we're here to talk about uh, your brand new record, which is out on March 24th. Um, how are you kind of feeling uh, about the record? How's the mood in camp and things at the moment? Are you excited? Because I'm fucking pumped and I've not heard it yet because the singles you put out are fucking wicked. And my girlfriend literally is in love with your band. I just need to throw that out there now. Like it's, just, awesome. it's like the new favorite thing. <laughs> no, yeah, we're we're all very very excited. Um, you know, like this is a this is a huge step up from us. Uh, it's our first record with Century. It's our first full length, and you know, we wanted to kind of come in with a bang. Like mm-hmm. so, we you know we're very excited. The guest the guest features are insane. The songs are like us. <laughs> two or three steps above the ep yeah musically lyrically so it's um it's definitely cool i'm very very stoked and i'm i'm stoked to see that the reception for the singles has been pretty pretty good as well so i i couldn't ask for more 
Absolutely. I mean, I'm I'm a little bit of a sod, to be fair, because I, I project quite a lot of my musical tastes on my on my lovely girlfriend, and uh, I was like, "You're gonna love this. like." I was like, "You love Lorna Shaw. You'll fucking love this band. Like they they sound similar in the different <laughs> ballpark, but similar." I was like, "You'll fucking love them." And she was like, "Yeah, we listen to this every time. Like we're going to the shops. That's going on 100." <laughs> Hell so, yeah! So I'm awesome. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to the record and things. Um. One thing I, d- I like to talk about with my, with my guests and stuff is kind of do a, a little bit of an origin story. And I know we've got a, a limited time with yourself today, but um, talk me through like the early years of you growing up as a guitarist, because I think it's really interesting how people get into to what they do now as a musician. How did you start out? Well, I mean, when I started playing like guitar and, you know, I... I was like always on and off. I've start. I started at ten, and then I like fell off. I came back on. I fell off. I came back on. And fourteen was the time I really started like playing, playing mm-hmm. like, and like I just remember, you know, I remember listening to Pantera for the first time and listening to Trivium for the first time, and I was like, oh my god, this is what I want to do. You know, mm-hmm. this is like, this is this is I want to play this style of music. And so from then on, I was, you know, looking up every like tab I could play, like learning, like, you know, every trivium song I could learning, you know, all the Pantera riffs that I thought were fucking awesome. So, and then, um, later on I got into like, you know, deathcore and stuff like that. So Mm -hmm. it's been an evolution for sure. But that, that style of playing like the, the melodic heavy stuff that trivium and hill switch and lamb of God used to do has really stuck with me ever since so for sure and and that's the thing you uh, trivium and La- lamb of god and and kill switch that kind of bands that kind of that was um so we must be similar ages i would have imagined because i'm turning 30 in literally a matter of days so like to have that frame of reference is kind of i was like oh cool amazing like i didn't want to ask like how old you are and things like that, but like <laughs> it was cool that i kind of got we got a similar frame of reference that's quite cool um so oh. that one one thing that I, I kind of wanted to talk about as well is how do you deal with the recording process in terms of writing? Because you make very layered, heavy music, and th- that's putting it in a very um, what's the word? Like I want to say it's just fucking disgusting, to be honest. But like <laughs> that just means you can't put that on an album poster. But um, yeah, how do you go about writing and, and doing things like that? Um, well, with with this album specifically, mm. um the ex-guitar player Matt and I would get into a room together and literally we'd schedule out days and we'd be there from anywhere from four to eight hours in that room like kind of like really picking apart songs like going through riffs uh, seeing what we could like put together and mash up um and Matt is a really like virtuoso like guitar player he's like really technical like mm-hmm. really loves those types of riffs he's like really into necro necrophagist and um uh you know those types of bands black dolly murder is his favorite band and so he he was more on the technical side where i'm more on the like groove side and melody Mm. side i love that type of stuff um so you know i would kind of structure it out and be like okay it's gonna go like this like Mm -hmm. you know and i write in pop structure so Mm -hmm. intro verse pre-chorus chorus uh verse again chorus bridge or whatever Mm -hmm. um and I'd be like, what do you think for this part? What and like, we would kind of like pick each other, other's brains and like, where should the song go? You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And if it didn't feel right, then we would, we would 
scrap that part, start again. Or, you know, if the song we weren't vibing with, we'd scrap the song, start again. Like it's, it's a process, but I mean, working with someone else is always like my favorite way to kind of do that type of stuff, you know? For sure. Absolutely. And that's the thing as well. I think being quite a young band as you guys are, it's kind of a blessing slash curse in a way that obviously the last couple of years with the pandemic and things like you've had a chance to like, like you know you had like the momentum building but then it's a case of now that, that everything's open the floodgates are open you can literally just go bang here we are like let's fucking do this and where a few bands that previously have, have kind of gone okay we'll put out a record and then bang the world shuts down how did you kind of cope and navigate that kind of that period of time this might be shitty to say but the pandemic no, was very good to me so i mean there, like, there is nothing wrong with that that's absolutely for sure um you know it was I got time off of work. I could really focus on music. Mm. I was actually writing an EP with my friend at the time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Ricky had hit me up during that time and said he wanted to write music. So I got a few guys together and, you know, we, we banged out an EP within the year of the pandemic. And like, it was kind of an insane response because, you know, like I, I knew Ricky was like, popular and like Mm. i knew him coming back would be a big deal Mm -hmm. but how big of a deal it would be is kind of like it's it still boggles his mind completely yeah absolutely you know mine i'm just like i knew it was gonna be big i didn't know how big it was gonna be so you know it but um it was it was fairly easy because i mean you have all that free time during the pandemic Mm -hmm. to navigate and it's like nothing's open there's Mm -hmm. no real rush to do anything like so you can kind of take your time and really really like nitpick how you're writing and like how you're going to roll it out and stuff like that so honestly for us that that was the start time and it was a blessing for us like so um you know that that's pretty much how we navigated it it was it was very good to us absolutely and that's the thing as well i don't i don't think like because as you said like some people had a better experience than others you know i think overall everyone had a pretty shit experience because no one likes being confined to their homes not able to see their family and friends things like that but like i say for a creative person creative person like yourself it's like being able to like literally just sit down and, and take stock and go cool i've got free time to go and play my guitar and and create awesome art basically so it's that's really cool um, I wanted to kind of talk about like the lyrical content and stuff about and the themes that um, of Sulphur do because like you seem like a very personable chap like literally just sat at this Zoom call like you seem like a very you know genuine uh, up- upstanding citizen as they say in America. How do you get to the the lapse of depravity and things that of Sulphur write about? <laughs> um, well, so I've always I've always been interested in like you know. Um, I guess yeah. I guess you would call it a counterculture, like you mm-hmm. know, against like, really stuff like that. Um, <clears throat> so I'm like, I've always delved into stuff like that, and I've always kind of questioned, like you know, uh, why? Like, mm-hmm. why do we do this? Why do we do that? And like, what is the point of this? And like, really dived in, studied theology and stuff like that, and as Ricky has as well. Mm-hmm. And we both came to the conclusion that organized religion is just, you know, it's a crock, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's a cult. And, you know, it's, it's false hope for people that want to believe in something, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, me personally, I don't, I don't know what's out there. I don't mm-hmm. know heaven, hell, whatever mm. it might be. I've yeah, just sure. always learned to question things. Yeah, um, absolutely. And, you know, 
the way organized religion goes about things most of the time is just god awful mm-hmm. um so you know lyrically obviously that's what most of our songs are about even mm-hmm. the ep and there's the, the album has no shortage of that um <laughs> so uh but with with the album we do diverse things like mm-hmm. um with earth and it's like you know that song is about Ricky losing his nephew to cancer, sure. which deeply personal. is extremely re- relatable, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, you know, and like, you don't have to be an atheist to think what kind of God would test a child. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you, you can relate to it. You can kind of like, because it is unfair and you know, that shit happens all the time. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I mean, even in, um, and then in Befowler, we write about the music industry. Mm-hmm. Like that, that one is, you could, you could relate it to like religion, hate, but mm-hmm. it's actually about people being two faced in the music industry. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we kind of diverse made it a little bit more diverse mm-hmm. in, in the album compared to the EP where it was just like God yeah. bad, burn the church, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, yeah. I, I'm, so, not, I'm not saying that I should run your merch department, but that you just put that on the t-shirt, God bad, burn churches. That's, that's your t-shirt design right <laughs> that's there. That's like all of our merch. <laughs> I love that. You got it. Iron. <laughs> I love that. So obviously, uh, 2023 is looking super like exciting for you guys. The album being dropping and, and things like that. What can you sort of tell us about plans and things? And by the way, it's like a PR's worst nightmare to this question. So I always like to chuck it in. <laughs> no, totally. Um, we do have a, quite a bit planned. Um, we have some shows coming up next week. We're playing in LA with our friends in spirit world who are mm-hmm. also a fellow Las Vegas century media band. Yeah. Amazing um, band. They rip. I love mm-hmm. them. Um, and then, uh, February 24th through the 26th, we're playing with bleeding through, mm-hmm. um, in Northern California. Amazing. We have a album release show in our hometown of Vegas, um, with spirit world again, and a couple of other, you know, local friends. Amazing. And then we have, Booked a full U.S. tour, mm-hmm. and I can't say what it is. I don't right know now. for sure. Yeah, I'll... yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big one, and I'm very, very stoked. Amazing. Um, you know, as far as Europe, no plans as of yet. I'm really hoping at the end of the year, or by early next year. I really, 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 really hope so because I've yeah. never toured in Europe. <laughs> so hopefully that happens. Absolutely, and that that is a surefire fact that I will be somewhere in the one of the UK shows because. Yeah, my girlfriend will hold me to ransom if not, like. <laughs> but um, yeah. So hopefully we can... <laughs> say again. I said hopefully we can make that happen then. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so obviously I've got I've got a little bit of uh, time left with you, uh, and thank you for being so gracious with your time today. Um, I kind of wanted to ask. Um, it's a question I ask a lot of. Well, I ask every band who's been gracious enough to spend their time with me on a podcast, and that is simply. What is the best thing about being in of sulfur in your band in as a musician generally? What is the best thing in your opinion? And it can be as trivial as just getting to play with my friends, or it can be as deep and meaningful as you want it to be. <laughs> Honestly, it, like it's it's challenging because I've never been in this situation before, mm. and I, I enjoy that it's challenging. Um, I'm constantly learning new things every time I go on the road. I'm mm. constantly learn, learning new things every time I have to, you know you know, I've just signed my first record deal. Like sure. I've learned how to deal with that. Um, and it's, it's kind of like, I feel like 
getting to do these new things and experience these new things and learn lessons and uh, kind of just, I mean, playing with my friends is also huge too, but uh, it's, it's the learning aspect more so than anything, because I'm somebody who always wants to be challenged and pushed to see how far I can like actually go. Mm-hmm. Um, so personally for me, that, that would probably be it. And like, I'm, I'm super grateful for everything that's already happened but I'm, I'm also stoked to learn more and do more things. So absolutely love that. Absolutely love that. And a final question I have for you today, Chase. And so when I'm a mm-hmm. big, massive podcaster with my massive podcast rig that costs me way too much money, doesn't bloody work half the time. Um, <laughs> I'm going to invite every band who's been on this podcast to come play a dream festival of mine. And on dream festival, there'll be a, a rider and every band uh, in the 2023 season of this podcast gets to add something to their rider. So, so far, we've had um, sushi, like there's beanbags, white wine, uh, narcotics are on there. There's, like, good pizza, like, anything you like. No no uh, boundaries on this. What would you like to add to the rider? Man. So we are about, we've already had sushi, narcotics, beanbags. All the I'm good gonna, stuff. <laughs> that loads, that, that's loads already. However... I'm going to I'm going to add a petting zoo because who doesn't love playing with animals especially if you're high off of narcotics <laughs> and you know you're probably full from sushi you need something to cuddle with you know fucking why not <laughs> amazing uh, so what what would be your animal of choice at a petting zoo what's the if you if you got a dream petting zoo what's the first animal you're running to oh man that's a tough one man if i had if i had any choice I kind of want to play with a red panda, oh, just because they're like, yeah, yeah, right. They they just seem like so cool and friendly. <laughs> absolutely. You know what? So there's um. So I'm based in right in the far like east of England, right? And I went up to Scotland uh, a, few, a couple of years ago, and I saw the uh, giant pandas they've brought over from China, like a breeding program. And you know what? I I realised that I basically am a panda in real life they they do not want to interact with another the opposite sex only to mate they spend 90 percent of their time sleeping and they eat like all day it's genuinely me like it's an incredible feat. so i'm basically a panda <laughs> I feel it. also my spirit now <laughs> absolutely absolutely um chase thank you so much for your time today is there anything you'd like to say to the fans listening at home um and why pandas are great and all the rest of it <laughs> No, uh, I mean, just thank you for supporting of Sulphur. We're going to continue to, you know, like, you know, do great things for our fans. And like, you know, we want you guys to keep listening and we do listen to our fans. And we just want you to know that we appreciate everything you do for us, whether that be streaming our music, coming to shows, buying merch, whatever it might be, or just telling a friend about our band. Um, you know, we're, we're super grateful and we can't wait to come out you know, and play for you guys wherever you might be. So, awesome yeah. stuff. Thank you so much for your time, my man. Um, as I say, of course. It, when you when you make it to the Europe, because you will, I guarantee it, um, and you um, I make it to a show, there'll be a beverage in waiting for you as a thank you for coming on the podcast. It's greatly appreciated. Oh, that, that means a lot. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Awesome <laughs> stuff. See you all soon. Peace. <laughs> There we have it. 
Chase of the Band of Soul from the Nevermind Poly Podcast. Thank you so much for listening as always. Thank you for the love and support. You guys are the fucking best. We're going to be back with another episode very, very soon. Make sure you tell a friend. Tell your nan about this podcast. Anyway, see you all soon. Peace.